Well, good evening, everybody. The topic which we are to discuss this evening, Bezer Hashem, is a little about the Inyan of Tznias. No? Huh? Now, Baruch Hashem, in our community, I'm not saying that it's it's not necessary, but Baruch Hashem, there's a lot that is said and is done about Sneas. I myself, just these few days that I was here, I heard several cassettes, beautiful droshes, beautiful devreteira, and beautiful insights about the Indian of Sneas, its importance in Klal and in Prat in overall concepts and in, and in practical practice. So really, um, what should I add on all the beautiful ideas that were said? But I'll start, I'll start off with a story, a beautiful story of the Chovetz Chaim. It's a famous story. I'm sure you heard the story. But the story of the Chovetz Chaim is terrorist. We can repeat it over again. In the Knesset Gedolah, that was one of the, the great gatherings of Agudas Israel, And uh, Agudas Israel was a gathering of, of all, all colors of, of the Jewish people. There was uh, Litvisha Gedoli Yisrael, and there was Hasidisha Gedoli Yisrael, and Yakisha. And from all, from all, all the... Everyone participated in, in the Knesset Gedoli. And uh, it was it was the Yakish, it was the, um, the Yakish Rabonim that were more in charge of the of the setup of, of the Knesset Gedolah. And they prepared a very big uh, hall for, th- for hundreds and thousands of people. And there was uh, a balcony where the, where the ladies would be and they made a very strong mechitza. And the Hasidim came and they said, no, we don't want the ladies to be there, the ladies shouldn't be at all. I heard two versions. One version I heard what was that they wanted the mechitza to be up till the ceiling. Another version was that there shouldn't be any ladies at all, and the Yekish had already sell tickets, and it became a big argument. Now, exactly what was over there, I don't know. But al there, there was a disagreement. The Hasidish has said that it's not enough. It should be the ladies shouldn't be there, or whatever, whatever the case might be. And the, the Rabbana was saying, it's mamish. It's, you know, it's like, like, like called in English, like, like uh, up the wall. It's mamish. There was a mechitza, and it was a separate entrance. It was a hundred percent, and there was an argument. And of course, in those that, 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 those wonderful days, the Chavetz Chaim was still living. And they decided, well, ask the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim was the Zokin Hador, and the Godel Hador, and the Sage of the Door, and the oldest person of the, of the generation. And whatever the Chavetz Chaim says, everyone will agree. And they went to the Chavetz Chaim and they asked this Shaila. That here the Chassidim Matanin that. Uh, that you know, Mamish, uh, you know, really, 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 really exaggerating. And they were telling me, we already sold, so we sold the tickets, and we can't, we can't back out, and it's, it's completely unnecessary, etc., etc. And the Chovetz Chaim says that, said as follows: Chovetz Chaim said, in every, every part of the Torah, with Torah discusses Tuma, even Tuma. In other words, this, this, this sometimes Chas V'Shalom Am Yisrael. Or Oyvet Avodah Zorah, Chas V'Shalom. Sometimes Am Yisrael or Nichshel in in 
in Macholas, there are many, there are many uh, forms of, of uncleanliness between the Jewish people. And the Torah says, Ani Hashem, Shechein itam tu mosam. I Hashem, I will be Shechein. My presence will be with them, Betoich tu mosam. In the midst of their uncleanliness. That even the Jewish people are chas v'shalom, not worthy and they're unclean. Hashem is shaykhin shechinasa Hashem is with them. There is one place that it says, There's erva, v'shov me'acharecha. Hashem says, then I leave. So he says, this is the issue which is dependent the only issue which is dependent whether Hashem's presence is with us or not with us. Other Averis, even if we do Averis, Hashem's with us. We'll get punished, but Hashem's with us. This is the issue which is dependent on Hashem's presence. The issue which depends, which is deciding Hashem's presence, yes or no, there is no end of how far we should go and how we should exaggerate in this issue. And that's what the Chavetz Chaim said. I'm saying this as an introduction, that even though I, I, I know that you, you people heard so many beautiful, about this issue, but if this is the issue, which Hashem is presence between us, this is what depends, yes or no, this is the absolute issue, there's no end how we should go far and exaggerate in this issue. So I allow myself to Take up your time this evening. It's your fault you came. To take up your time and to say several insights of this issue. Again, even though you heard so much about it and you practice it so wonderfully, but everyone has his way of understanding things, his way of looking at things, his taste. So I will give you my taste of things this evening. Now, I'm going to try to be a little different than many issues which were discussed. And I'm being very careful to explain. It's not because I think what I'm saying is most important. It's because I think that the fundamentals and the hysteria was already spoken about so much. So I'll try to be a little different just to make things more interesting. Now, I think, I'm sure everyone knows, that our Torah Hagdoisha can be divided into two parts. There are many ways of dividing the Torah into parts, and this is one of the ways. One of the ways of dividing the Torah into parts is that there is Nigla and there is Nista. Nigla, we should translate the uncovered parts of the Torah, which is the Shulchan Aruch and the, and, and the Gemara and the Chumash. What Hashem created on the first day, what Hashem created on the second day, and the story of the Ovis and the story of Yosef HaTzadik, and the mitzvahs of Tefillin, of Mezuzah, of Pesach, of Shabbos, of Davening. And all this is called Nigla. And then we know that there are Sisrei Torah. There are the hidden of the Torah. Uh, sometimes we call it Kabbalah. Why do we call it Kabbalah? Because it's, it's, it, since it, it's, not, it's not uncovered to everybody. So you have to have a special tradition for, to get it from Harsinai through some very special people. And we know that there's Niglas and there's Nistores. Now, when we talk about Nistores, about the hidden parts of the Torah... There's a very famous expression that was said, it was said the first time, I think, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and for sure it's still being said today. Ein lanu esek b'nistoris. 
We don't, we don't have, we don't, we don't make business out of the stories. We're simple people. We don't know the stories. We don't know the stories. We know niggles. And there's a cloud. Ain't no esik bin stories. And many times someone will say, you know, do this and do that. I'll peace We do certain things. I'll peace according to the secrets of the Torah. But as an overall rule, we say, Eina no esik bin stories. Now, it's extremely important for us to know that whereas it's true that people in our caliber, there are people who have Isaac ministers, but people in our caliber who ain't on Isaac ministers, we don't make we don't make business, we don't make issue about ministers. It's too deep for us. But it's extremely important for us to know that there are ministers. We don't know what the ministers are, but it's extremely important to know that there are hidden things in the Torah. Let me bring you an example. Let's talk in our physical world. Let's talk about a car. If someone says, how does a car work? How does a, how does a car work? What makes a car move? What makes a car move? There's a gas pedal. There's brakes. There's a steering wheel. And there's windows. And there's wheels. And if you press on the gas pedal, the wheels run. Now, for some reason, my car doesn't work. I bought a new car. Imagine, a spanky new car. Oldsmobile. Beautiful. I drove for 10 miles. It doesn't work. Tragedy of tragedy. I just bought a new car. I call up the owner at the, the, the store. I say, crazy. 10 miles and fit it. It's, it's. She said, did you put in gasoline? So what's gasoline? What's, what is gasoline? Look, there's a motor. The motor has to work. Ain't lot of basic business stories. I'm not a Kabbalist. Hakbinish can cope. I don't want to, don't teach me any, any hidden secrets. So he says, look, you don't have to know how the motor works, but you have to know there is a motor. If you don't know there's a motor, then you're not going to be able to cope with your car. Now, this motor needs gasoline. Why? You don't understand everything, but you have to know that, that, that these hidden parts of the car exist. Because if you don't know, you're going to go only with the Nicholas, you're going you're to press on the gas pedal, the car is not going to go. You have to know that there are nisturs. And everything in this world has nisturs. Everything in the world has nisturs. Has hidden. No intelligent person in this world, especially in the modern world, can say in the physical realms of the world, Eliasik bin nisturs. We know that, that, that the deeper you go, even though you don't understand the depths, but the only way to get things moving, to get things and to invent and to grow, if you have appreciation of what's under the surface. Now, in the concept, in the concept of Jewish chinuch, the whole concept of Jewish chinuch. Psychologically, it doesn't make sense. It absolutely does not make sense. To take a little boy, when he's five years old, or he's four years old, that speaks English at home, and to teach him a foreign language when he's four years old, a, psych- a psychologist will say, it'll ruin the child. And then you start teaching what Hashem did made in the first day, what Hashem made in the second day. That's what this little baby is supposed to know. 
And then you start teaching him how, 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 the, how the brothers were jealous of Yosef and how they sold Yosef and they threw him into the, into the boar. If you ask a psychologist, this is poshut insane. And what's the answer? The answer is, we are not out to train. It's also important on the side to do so. But we, what, what we are at is not to train this child how to sit and how to talk and how to be nice and how to say thank you. That's part of what we should do. But most important is we have a problem with his little neshama. There's something very, very hidden down in this little boy. Ayer pere odom yuvolid. There's nisturis. Putting Torah into this little child is like putting gasoline into the car. Now, if you don't know how a car works, it doesn't make sense. It's smelly stuff. Why should I take this smelly thing and put it into the car? And the answer is, the manufacturer who created this car tells you that this is the way it's going to work. And HaKadosh Baruch that created this child's neshama, neshama shunasata bitahoyrahi, the only thing that can make this child blossom and bloom is this Torah HaKadosh deep into his neshama. Now, this is a concept that we have to get used to, even though everyone knows it. For instance, if we talk about the Baruch HaToshem Elokeinu Melecho Elam Shelo Yasani Goy. Now, for Israeli people, Shelo Yasani Goy is not a problem. A Goy refers to a dirty Arab, a terrorist. But if you live in, 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 in civilized countries like, like uh, let's say, in New York, wherever it is, and you go to a Goyisha doctor, and he's a nice man, and he treats you, and he says, Rabbi, I don't want to take any money, and he's, he's mamish with a serious nefesh, where's the Shelo Yasani Goy? The answer is, if, you, if you're going to differentiate between the Goy and the Jew, by the way they wash their faces, what soap they use, if they use ivory soap or dial soap, then you're not going to get the difference between the, joy and the, the Goy and the Jew. There is this story in the stories, there are hidden. Sometimes it could take a thousand years, it could take a thousand years, until Hitler finally taught us what is going inside of the Goy, of the most intelligent Goy, of the most civilized guy. Hitler taught us what does it mean to be a guy. What a guy could, could, could do when he finds the right moment to do it. It's something which no one would ever dreamt. And the answer is, it's Nestoris. Nestoris, it's hidden. Now, intelligent people, 99% of what they are thinking about and they're worried about and they're working at is the concept of Nestoris of the hiddens of the, of the creation. When people eat, when people eat, you take a vitamin, did you ever see anybody take a vitamin and start dancing? My mother used to tell me that the, the Shiva Bochum in, in the mirror, they used, they used to be iskidart, you know, the thin boys didn't have what to eat. They used to go for vacation. They go on vacation, they ate sour cream, and they ran to the mirror to see if they became fat. Now, when you, run, when you eat the sour cream, you're not going to get, you're not going to blow up. But we are on a diet. We know that, you know, today a glass of soda, and tomorrow a glass of soda, and they have a glass of soda. Now, you don't, I don't see anybody blowing up. It works in the stories. It has its, it has its impressions. And if you're not going to go on that diet, if you need a lot of sugar, you're going to blow up. It might take a year, it might take two years, it might take three years, but the end we'll have, you're going to blow up. This is not my issue tonight, I hope. Right? The same as thing, we're all interested, our children should have healthy food. Now this little pimpernokel, this little baby, 
He likes chocolate. And this mother, in a stand, instead of chocolate, gives him an oatmeal. I mean, what could be more, more, more ruthless? I mean, the, the mother has no heart. She says, not healthy. Did you ever see a little boy eat chocolate and, and, and faint? And eat oatmeal and start, and start singing the Gemara? The answer is, it doesn't work in the niglis. It works in the stories. It works in the hiddens. Now, all this is an introduction to what we're going to discuss this evening. When we talk about the concept of tznius, now this is one of the, one of the issues which has a very strong niglis, which the open problem of tznius and the open concept of tznius is very obvious. It's very obvious. Anyone with a conscience appreciates that modesty and everything which entails sneers is beautiful, is holy, etc., etc. And we forget, because of its, of, of its obvious part, that which is so, which is so, which is so poshet, which is so outstanding, we forget that another part, a much, much deeper part, that there's no stories. That there is no stories. That there are a lot of things involved in this issue, like any other issue, which we don't really see with our eyes, but we have to know that they exist. Now, again, all the mitzvahs, we know, we know, we know about this. When someone eats a piece of chazer, chazal says, v'nitam timbo. It's fashtopt in neshama. It'll make you neshama. I don't know. Many people ate, ate non-culture things by accident, not by accident. They didn't feel themselves stuffed up. But we know, chazal were experts, Chazal were, 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 were people of Torah, and Torah is the blueprint of the world, it's the insides of the world. And the Torah knows. So in every mitzvah we are worried about the stars, and this mitzvah we also have to discuss a little bit about the concept of the stars. Now, <clears throat> let us come back to the niglis, to the obvious subject of Tzniyus, and then we'll come to the Nistaris. How do we analyze the Indian of Tznius? How do we analyze the Indian of Tznius? Now let me tell you, everyone has their own appreciation. And maybe we don't have to analyze. It's a feeling, it's a hergish that everyone has, all human people have. But I want to try to analyze it. I want to try and explain what it is. There is an expression, Yofat Tznius Lo'ilam, Tznius is always beautiful. Especially for women. Now why is Tznius more described, ascribed to women than to men? Now let me try to explain my appreciation. There's a nature in the world, there's a nature in the world, and I will try to explain why, what's the explanation of this nature? There is a nature in the world that whatever is really precious is hidden. Now, by nature, people might know about myself standing in front of you. Good evening. I think many of you know my name. Many of you, many of you know where I live. I don't live in Borough Park. I'm sure you know where I, many of you might know where I live. Many of you might know that I have parents, Zangazant, I have wonderful parents. Whether my family status. Does anybody here know how much money I have in the bank? 
Does anybody know about anybody sitting here how much money he has in the bank or he doesn't have in the bank? Now, I'm not embarrassed to tell you. I'm not embarrassed to tell you. I have no money in the bank, Baruch Hashem. No money in the bank. All I have is chayvis. You know, I'm not embarrassed to tell you because I have no money in the bank. But if I would have $100,000 in the bank, I wouldn't tell you. Am I right? The Gemara says, Ein odam atzmai. A person does not want to make himself rich. A person always wants to say, He might have millions. Now, if I don't have, I could tell you. But if I would have, I wouldn't tell you. Try to call up the go, go across to the bank and says, um, "Do you have an account for this uh, for, for, for Ruben, ben, Ruben Yakubovich? Would you tell me how much in the account?" I'm sorry, sir. It's, it's not this. Uh, uh, um, do you sign the account? It's not for you. Why is it a secret? Because money is precious, and if money is precious, it's to be hidden. And that's the nature in the world. Whatever is precious is hidden. Why is it hidden? That's a separate issue, and I'll tell you why. Because it has to be protected. Has to be protected, push it. But that's the only time of the That's the reason for it. But that's the mitzvahs in our world. What's precious is hidden. Now, what is the absolute most precious thing in this creation? The most absolute, most precious thing in this creation is the Jewish child. Haben yakirli Ephraim, my precious child Ephraim. The Jew. There is nothing as precious to Hashem, who the world belongs to him, as the Jew. There is nothing as precious as the Jew. The only time we find Hashem crying, was on Tishabov when the Jewish people were destroyed. Hashem doesn't cry when the milk spills, Hashem doesn't cry when he loses money. But when Hashem's children were being killed, Hashem cried. The most precious thing in creation is the Jew. Alright? Now, what is the second most precious thing in creation? Alright? Very simple. If the most precious thing in my eyes would be this microphone, then the second most precious thing is the, the factory that creates this microphone. Maybe even the first. Am I right? If the microphone is precious, then I am interested that this factory should be well and healthy. If the child, a Jewish child, the Jew, the absolute Jew, is the most precious thing, then the fact that it creates this child is the most precious thing, which is the mother, which is, which is the woman, which is the Jewish woman. Now you will ask, what's about the father? Now let me explain the difference between the mother and the father. The mother is the one who brings the neshama, the essence of the neshama. The father is the one who brings the quality of the neshama. Now even though this is being taped, I'm not interested in, in, with the audience sitting here, just sitting here and looking at the walls. Please, if people don't understand what I'm saying, please raise your hand or throw something at me, I'll explain it again. The mother brings the essence of the neshama. The father brings the quality of the neshama. Which means as follows. If the mother is Jewish, the child is Jewish. Just the Jewish child is depending on the mother. If the mother is non-Jewish, the father could be the Kohen Gadol. The, 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 the Jew is not a Jew. The father brings the quality. Is he a Kohen? Is he a Levi? The Gemara says, A person inherits to his child, and Gvura. The quality of the child comes from the father. But the essence of the child comes from the mother. 
the Yiddish and Neshama comes from the mother. Now, I'm saying something very deep, and please understand what I'm saying. What is more precious to a parent? The essence of the child or the quality of the child? Why do we love our children? Because they're smart? Because they learn it? Or because they're our children? Just because they're our children. I once argued with the Rosh Hashiva, and he says, no. So I said, Rosh Hashiva, I happen to, you know, I got you, I happen to know your children. And I mentioned the names. Do you love that one? I don't want to mention them because you might know who I'm talking about. Oh, you don't know who someone is, Israel or Rosh Hashiva. I say, do you have a child called Reuven? She says, yeah. What does he do? He's a Magachir, he's Gavaldic. You have a child called Shimon? Yeah. What does he do? Yeah. Uh, all right. Do you love Reuven more than Shimon? He says, no. I think we all know that, some, that, some, that, we, that when we have child problem children and, and, and the children that need special attention, I heard this in parents, they say they love, these children love 20 to 100 times more than the other children. This is the special children, the children that they put more into. We love our children just because they're our children. Hashem loves us because just because we are His children, because we are Jewish. In addition, is that we're great, we do mitzvahs and everything else, but the essence of the love of Hashem is just the fact that we're Jewish. That's why the essence of the love of Hashem is more to the mother than to the father. The mother, by, by definition, is more precious, and that's why there's a special mitzvah of sneers to the mother. Because this, this machine, the word machine is a very cheap word, but my English is very pale. What produces this child is the most precious thing in Hashem's world. And He wants it to be protected. And that is, the, that is the true concept of sneers. That's the true concept of sneers. The father also needs sneers. But Bechlau the father is not, is not, doesn't have to, isn't, isn't that precious, doesn't have to be protected. Bechlau the father by nature is out in the street and out in the world and making a living, etc., etc. And the mother is locked up in that safe because she's precious. Because the mother's place is in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Because she's the one who has to bear the child and she's the one who has to who has to train the child in the beginning, when everything is so depending. Like the, you know, like, like like in Gashmias, you understand? If you take the infant, and instead of instead of giving him milk, you, you decide to give him a Coca Cola. Just when he's you know just the first three days of his life, I don't want to describe what he's going to look like when he's fifty, if he'll get there. All right, so that's why the mother is by, by definition more precious. The father is greater than the mother. And the big shot makes a bracha every morning, Shalom Asani Isha. But she is the one who says, Shalasani Kiret Soinai. Shalasani Kiret Soinai. I am the Ratzon Hashem. I am the one who expressed Ratzon Hashem, what Hashem really wants. And he says, Shalasani Isha. I say what I want. I want to be great. I want to be smart. I want to be wise. I want to be rich. I want to be a coin. I want to be a levy. I want to have a lot of beautiful mitzvahs. And she says, Shalasani Kiret Soinai. I'm the one who, who treasures Hashem's Ratzon. And everyone, everything we're saying now needs a lot of explanation. But the mother has to be protected. And that's why, that's why there's a special union of tzniyas by women. A very, very special union of tzniyas. Now, <clears throat> the fact is a fact. The fact is a fact. The more precious an item is, the more it's protected. The Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Kruvim, the Oren, was hidden of hiddens. No one ever went into there. Next week we'll have Tisha B'Av. 
I just want to tell you just a little story. There was Chizkiyo Melech Yehuda. Chizkiyo Melech Yehuda. Chizkiyo Melech Yehuda was a few hundred years before, before, before the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. Not a few hundred years, maybe even 1,200 years. And he was the greatest tzaddik of all generations. The Kodesh Baruch wanted to make him Mashiach. Sheker hachein zu dorosh ha-moshe ish yeres alekim hisal zu dorosh ha-chizkiyo. And Chizkiyo got sick because he didn't get married and the Navi told him that he will die and he did tshuva and he got married and, and Hashem restored his life and Hashem made a miracle to express that Hashem is restoring his life the sun stopped for many hours I think you know the, the whole story over there and the Melech Bovil who heard about this story that the sun stopped the whole world and he sent messages to Chizkiyo in appreciation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of Yerushalayim and of Chizkiyo and the Pasuk says, Chizkiyo received them very nicely, and he showed him all the, all the treasures. He showed him all the treasures. He opened up and showed him the treasures of the Jewish people. And we know why he showed him the treasures, for Kiddush Hashem. For Kiddush Hashem, absolutely. And the Chazal tell us, Chazal tell us, that he showed them the Oren and the Kruvim and the Luchis. He took, he took them into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And the Pasuk says, and the Chazal say, Hashem, the Chizkiyo, what did you show them? They say, they came to see, and I showed them. And the Kodesh Baruch says, because you showed them the Oren and the Luchas and the Kruvim, and you showed them everything, everything will be taken away to Bovel. That was the first promise of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. If you don't have to keep it precious, it will be taken away. He wanted to show off. To whom show off? To, 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 to the nations, Kiddush Hashem. He didn't know how to hide it, to keep it precious. Something that's really precious, we don't have to show off. What's really precious, as the example is a beautiful example. When money is really precious, we don't have to show off. When we have really nachas with children, we don't want we don't have people to know about it. We say to rednisht, Don't talk about it. What's precious, we keep, we emulate and we hide. And when he showed off, he showed them the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Hashem says, you're going to lose it. And the Jewish people lost it. And this is the elementary concept of Tznius. The Jewish daughter is Hashem's most precious item. Because by definition, she is what brings out Ratz and Hashem. And she is actually the mother of the Jewish child, which is everything. Which is what Hashem wants. So therefore, by essence, this is precious and it should be hidden. And that's the elementary concept of Tzniyaz. Now, when we go to step number two, and we start discussing why really is something precious to be hidden, and the answer is because something that's precious needs protection. If you don't hide it, then there are a lot of people who are interested. It's precious. No one will walk in the street... With a, with a, you know, we're with a big uh, fistful of hundred dollar bills. No one will do that. Why? You have to be pretty crazy to do such a thing. For one simple reason, because the Shvarts will come and grab it away. And that's what Hashem created in His world. We are in a world that the world is built in in a foundation of Yoitzer Or Uveri Choshech, Oisah Sholem Uveri Ra, Ani Hashem Oisah Kol Eila. The world has in itself two parts. There is the good and there is the bad. And it's a fight. The good is good and close to Hashem. 
The bed is far from Hashem. The bed cannot have, cannot nurse from Hashem's good. The only way the bed can sustain is when they grab from the good. And it's a fight. The bed always wants to get from the good. Does everyone understand what I said now? Again. There is good and there's bed. A snake, a bee, will go to the honey. They won't go to dirt. They'll go to honey. Because that's where they get the nourishment from. There's a nature. Someone, who, someone, who's, a, someone who's a Russian. Someone who's bad. Hashem doesn't give him parnasa. Who does Hashem give parnasa to? Tzadikim. So where does he get parnasa from? He steals from the Tzadikim. And that's the nature of the world. The nature of the world is that the Merkava Hara, the whole concept of Ra, always wants to get nourishment from the good. And that's the nature. Now, when it comes to Tzniyas, it's something which, which we see in our physical world. I'm trying to explain the, why it works like that. But the fact is a fact. When a woman goes in the street, and by nature she is not sunua, she's not hidden, she's not covered up, and really Hashem gave her what Hashem gave her for, for Dvar Mitzvah, to build, the, to build what Hashem wants that a woman should build. So who grabs her with his eyes? And she's even worse. It might be Chazashon even worse. The Rishoyim. The Tzadikim aren't interested. But the Rishoyim. Grab her. And the Gemara says, B'noi Yisrael Yofasein. It's a nature Kodesh Baruch created in the world. The Gemara says, I'm going to quote the Gemara. You all know this Gemara. Eser Kavim Yoifi Nitan Lo'olam. Hashem Yisborach gave ten portions of beauty to the world. Teisha Notul B'noi Yisrael. Nine tenths of the beauty in this world took B'noi Yisrael. I don't know if you people know how to appreciate it. And if we people are not appreciate it, we see, we, we see, we see those, those, those pictures of those, of those ugly, ugly faces and we think that it's beautiful. It's disgusting. The only thing that's really beautiful in this world is the kosher Ben Yisrael. And all the rat in the world is out to get this Bas Yisrael. That's the nature of the world. And this Bas Yisrael has to be protected and protected and protected and protected. Now, after all these introductions... We come to the point where there's a little bit a mash of Nestoris. What does it mean she has to be protected? What does it mean protected? Now, protected means has that, that no one should grab her, that no one should, should attack her. That's what means protected? No. That's when you talk niglis. When you talk Nestoris, then things have a completely different way of looking at things. In Nestoris, now, let me, let me bring you an example. Let me bring you an example. Thirty years ago, when people were still very, very stupid, not, not Jewish people, but, but the secular people were still very stupid, forty years ago when I was going to school, I brought Hashem to Yeshiva Tervedas, but my friends told me they went to public school. Things were very, people were still so, so stupid. And the teachers used to say in class, seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. Now today, we are intelligent enough to know that not Afka Singh is believing. Let me bring you an example. You have a person walking in the street, and uh, you know sometimes you see someone that's really very sick. You know what he's doing? I mean, let me tell you this. He has a bit, little piece of plastic, or, or a, little, uh, a little black box, put us by his ear, and he's looking up in the sky and he's talking. Hi Oscar, how you doing? Now this guy is, you know, this guy needs Tzrich You walk over to him and say, do you feel all right? He looks at you, yeah, I'm talking to my brother. Where's your brother? He's up in the, in, in, the, in the second floor. No, he's in Honolulu. 
excuse me? Excuse me? Do you need... She says, this is a telephone. What's a, what's a telephone? Well, how does a telephone work? And he says, no, that there is... The, whatchamacallit? There are sound waves. Hakmanish can cop. Seeing is believing. Did you ever see a sound wave? Did you ever see a sound wave? Oh, modern zachin. Modern things. Seeing is believing. That we are intelligent to know such things as a sound wave. Now, I never... I, I personally never bit into a sound wave. I never cut a sound wave. I never froze a sound wave in my freezer. I never put it in my microwave oven. I don't know if it, if it has a cherry taste or if it has a mint taste. But I know very clear that it exists and it changes my life. It changes my life. Because if, I'm, because if someone catches the sound waves at my telephone and he talks to the, to, the, to the income tax, then I'm in trouble. So a sound wave is something very real. It might be more important in my life than cherry vanilla. It's something very real. And today the whole world is afraid of all kinds of waves. I once went into a house and this lady has a, micro, a microwave open. Was, obviously she was pregnant, I don't know. And she took a, a log, the longest broom she had that she cut in the house. And she, <laughs> and she you know, pressed it and she ran away to open the door. <laughs> And, I, you know, I'm not going to go into this issue whether it's dangerous, not dangerous, but, but you're not going to tell us seeing is believing. Why? So, so, so some people call it seeing is believing. And some people call it Elano Esik Benistoris. We have an Esik Benistoris, and we know that not what you see you believe, but there are a lot of things which you don't see and you believe. And the world is full of all different kinds of things that have an extremely strong impression. An extremely strong impression that we have to ask the experts to find out what, what this is all about. Now, let us, let us face the facts. Lemaise, there's a mystery in our life. There's a mystery in our life. A lot of mysteries in our life. Real mysteries. Let me, let me, let me point out to some of them. Let me point out to some of them. I'll point out to the first one of them, which I don't know if you're going, to, you're going to appreciate. I don't know if you're going to appreciate. But I appreciate. I, speaking to this audience, people call me, I, I, I try to call myself, even though it's not very true, a Talmud Chochem. A Talmud Chochem. Some people even call me a rabbi. A rabbi is supposed to be a learned person. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. It's very interesting. When you go to a doctor... You go to a drugstore. Take a look how he's working there. He has to memorize hundreds, maybe thousands, of different kinds of different medicines. And he remembers. He remembers. When it comes to my profession, every single year, and I'm telling you this without exaggeration, every single year, it comes Shabbos Chazon. Every single year it comes Shabbos Chazon. And the minute of Ashkenazim, Shabbos Kazan, you don't, you don't wash, look over, look, look, right? You don't take a shower. But hot water, cold water, with soap, without soap, let it cut your nails, not let it cut your nails. Every single year, my children ask me this Shaila, and I don't remember. And I look it up, and I figure it out, and I tell it to him, I say, now I know it once and for all. Next year, garnished. Where does it fly away? Where does it fly away? We learn Hilchas Shabbos. 
We learned Hilchas Shabbos. You learned Halachas Mishnah Bru. You learned it a hundred times. Where does it fly away? It's a mystery. My dear friends, it's a mystery. You have a little child. Every story in the whole world interests him. Besides the story of Yosef and the brothers. The moment the Rebbe takes out the Chumash, he just, a block in his head. A block. It's a beautiful story. Yeah, but it's Kedusha in it. The child, you understand, you'll see, it's very interesting. Down the block, you'll see people on a, fi- a, fi- a fire engine. Everyone's come to look. And you tell a child, you know, in shul, it's exciting, the Madavin, the... No one wants to go to shul. I don't know if it's a good... It's a good. But we have a reaction for... for, for what, it's a mystery. What's our reaction for Kedusha? We have our daughters. Every, every subject interests them. When it comes to Chumash, it's so boring. Now, some of you people don't know what I'm talking about, and I appreciate it. But for, some, for, for many children, they, have, they don't want to learn Chumash. And sometimes we, we, grow, we, we raise our children... We raise our children and we raise the most beautiful chinuch, the most beautiful chinuch. And, 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 and you pick up their covers and that shmutz that they're reading, Hashem should save us, Hashem should save us. Where did they get it from? Where did they find it? What was Shlepse? And the answer is this Nistaris, my dear friend, my dear people, this Nistaris. Just like in the physical world, there are so many sicknesses and people say there's all kinds of rays and all kinds of things going on, going on with us. Some say it's electric wires and some say it's the microwaves and some say it's the portable telephones and some say it's this and some say it's this. But whatever it is, and we, we don't know how to conquer it. We don't know what to do. In the spiritual way of speaking, there are, there's a lot of tumor in the world. And it's killing us. It's ruining us. And we need protection. Our children need protection. And we, we have no idea what this, what, what this means. Now, I want, I want to speak about se- several issues. Before I speak about these issues, I want to explain something over here. I want to explain something very clearly. When I get through, finished with my Jerusha, when I finish speaking this evening, there is a possibility that many of the people sitting here and listening to my, to my speech will come and say, well, how do we protect ourselves? We have to lack ourselves in the house and, and you know, just to... How do we protect ourselves? So people, people walk out in the street and we have eyes. So does it mean that a woman has to be locked into the house? Is that what it means? There's something very, very, should be explained over here very, very, very clearly. Please try to understand it. Let me, let, let me quote first a Chazal. Let me first quote a Chazal. The Gemara says that any danger which is Dosha Barabim, a danger which, which people are always accustomed with. The Gemara says, Shoymer Pesayim Hashem, Hashem watches them. Let me explain this. The world belongs to Hashem. Hashem created in His world a nature. There are dangers that are within, how should I say it, within the, the, the everyday life of nature. There are a lot of dangers. We know that there's billions of bacterias all around us and in our bodies that could kill us. And Hashem created an immune system. Something very, very beautiful to talk about. 
the bacteria in our body to keep us healthy. There are dangers within the realms of nature. And these dangers we do not have to worry about and not do anything about it. We trust Hashem. There are dangers that are man-made, they're abnormal, not within, not within the Mahalach of nature. No doubt in my mind, I have no doubt in my mind, this is a, a very bad example, but it's an interesting example. I have no doubt in my mind that if, if Chazal, if Dovid HaMelech would be, the king of, would be king of the world, as he once was, he would give a law and he would uproot the cars. He, he, wouldn't let, he wouldn't let cars. I have no doubt in my mind. Now, cars, why doesn't any government uproot the cars? And the answer is because cars becomes part of our life. We can't imagine how we can live without a car. Right? Well, we know, we, we believe that, that, that people lived uh, 5,000 years without a car, but we, we, can't, we can't imagine it. Now, I believe that, 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 if, that Chazal would have uprooted the cars. Why? It's dangerous. It kills millions and millions of people. Every day, thousands and thousands of people are killed. So you'll see, there are a lot of dangers in the world. You know, anybody could, could you know, let, let's get rid of bananas. Because banana peels, people slip on banana peels. So let's, so, but yeah, the, you can get killed from anything. So let's get, you know, let's, let's, let's get rid of the water because people could drown. Let's get rid of, the lot of this. And the answer is, people slip in banana peels, absolutely. But banana peels were created by God, when Hashem created the world, there are dangers in the world, and God created dangers, we have to get used to living. In Hashem's world, when Hashem created the world, there is no phenomena of a big piece of, of, of metal flying 60 miles an hour. This is something which was created by man. People that I'm talking about. This phenomenon is something which Hashem didn't create. Just a piece of iron flying 60 miles an hour. I mean, people, you know, you know what it means. I'm not talking about 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 if 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 we would bang our heads, Hashem should save us against the wall. On 20 miles an hour, that's death. It's it's you know, we get used to it. That car flying by, you know, we look by, we look back. When we, I was a child, I used to think, you know, the Gemara used to say that they used to go and uh, they used to travel and, the, and, and a lion used to come and a tiger and we say it in the Tzulis Uncivilized, backward people they used to go out and a lion used to come. This lion is like, is like a mouse. It's like an like, like ant in comparison to this car. What this car could do in one minute, you, you, you with me? It's, it's a man-created obstacle in, in life, and I'm sure Chazal would uproot it. Now, I am not Chazal, and I'm not empowered to uproot the car. So our generation became part of our life. So imagine all the Rabbanon would start talking against cars. That's pretty, it's, it's very, very unintelligent. Why? It became part of our life. But if, but, but if the Rabbanon say, that you shouldn't travel, you shouldn't go 80 miles an hour. You shouldn't speed. So someone will say, what's the difference? There are people say, what's the difference? At 40 miles an hour you can get killed. At 80 miles an hour you can get killed. It's a big difference. 
Because the mice say we have a, we live in a world and there's a speed limit, and there and of course there shouldn't be a car. Today we go 40 miles an hour. Today we go 60 miles an hour, and they raise the speed limit to 65 miles an hour. And if you go 85 miles an hour, you might be considered. I don't want to talk about against anybody, but it's myself. You might be considered here. Yeah? All right. The same issue when it comes to sneers. The whole concept of sneers is a big danger. A woman walks in the street. It's, it's a sakana. Absolutely. It's a sakana that Kodesh Baruch created. If she's well-dressed, if she goes sneerstick, it's a sakana. It's a sakana. There are a lot of sakanas. If someone sees her in, a, in an improper way, if she sees someone in an improper way, etc., etc., there are all kinds of sakanas. It's a sakana that Kodesh Baruch created in the world, and let's leave Kodesh Baruch alone. He knows what he's doing. But the moment, the moment, as, as a marshal, excuse me for the marshal, the moment we make that slit in that, in that skirt, then we are doing something which is, we're opening up a Pesach, which is not a, a God-made danger. It's a man-made danger. We have no idea what arrow, what gun, will go into our heart for a person who, 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 who opens about to such dangers. As I said, Elon Isaac been a stars, but there are no stars. We have no idea what danger this person lets himself into. The whole concept of sneers, the moment, this is the big problem. People ask, what's the difference? It's a big difference. Because the moment you go according to the Mahalach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world, then you have the protection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The moment we break through, we are letting ourselves into such dangers that the only way that I could describe it to you is by saying, Now, the first of the dangers, let me try to enumerate them. The first of the dangers is what I, what I start off in the name of the Chovetz Chaim. Chazal HaKadoshim tell us, Chazal HaKadoshim tell us, it says in Pasuk, Yipol mitzidcho elif, urevove miminecho, eilecho lo yigosh. Chazal tell us that by nature, every person who walks in the street has in himself worlds of mazikim. Now, let me try to explain what this means. There's such a creation called as mazikim. Mazikim we can translate into, into English, into poor English, into cheap English as devils, as demons, etc., etc. And someone says, do you believe in that stuff? And the answer is, do you believe in sound waves? I never saw a devil, I never saw a sound wave. I never saw a mazik. The word devil is a, is, a, is a cheap English word. The word mazik is a chazal, it's Torah. It's Torah. And chazal tell us that a person needs protection every moment of his life. Now, when we talk, when chazal talk about mazik and it needs protection, so, you know, some of us raise an eyebrow. But when, if someone says we need protection from the cars, we need protection from sickness, we, we need protection of... Then, then we start knowing what's happening. We're full of pachat. We're full of fear. We're afraid to go to a doctor. It hurts over here and it hurts over here. And we're afraid to go to a doctor. We don't want to go to a doctor because we're afraid he'll open his mouth. We're living in a world of pachat. And never was the world so full of mazik as today. And the only thing that could save us is kirvas Hashem. Chazal tell us that when a Jewish person goes in the streets... And him it says, "Yipol mitzidcho elef, urevovem minecho, yoyshev b'seiser elyon." He is in the seiser. He is in the. He's, he's hidden by elyon by God. B'tzeil shadai yisloinam. 
אוימר לאדוינוי, I say to Hashem, מחסי ומצודוסי, אלוהי אבטח בוי, כי הוא יציל לכם פח יוקש. This is a beautiful, this is a beautiful capital. And Chazal said this entails to every single Jew that walks in the street, that is in the house. Midever havois be'evrosoi, in his wing, yosech loch, he covers on you. V'tachas knof of techse, tzino v'cheiro amitoi. Tzino means a shield, tzino means a four-way shield. You see this capital? The moment there is a mashu of ervas dover, there is a mashu of immodesty, that you are marshal someone with, with seeing something which he shouldn't see, etc. All this just flies away. Hashem is not there. Can we continue life? How should we go? No siyat edishmaya. Hashem says, take care of yourself. I was in Yerushalayim, a kick of Shabbat. I spoke for 10, there was over 10,000 people. And it was shortly after Rabban was killed. I say, who's the most, who's the most protected person in this country? I was speaking, you know, the, the, the issue was not Sneas, the issue was, was, was the Kvorim, that, 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 they, that they dig in the, the graves of the Tzadikim. So I was, I was addressing the policeman, I said, who is the most protected person in this country? The Prime Minister. Can you protect him? Can we protect our children? Who's going to protect us if not Hashem? If a mother would know, by a mashuhu of, of, of chesar and sneers, what she, what she, what, how, how, she, how, she, how she uncovers herself and her family, and her yankala and her children and her husband to all dangers of the world. Again, we don't know the Nestoris, but we have to know there are Nestoris. This is first of all, and most important, the Vishov Ma'acharech. And the same is true in the opposite side. We have to know, we have to know, it's a fundamental klal in every aspect of Judaism. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, Mida toiva meruba, mimidas peronyos, chamesh meyus pa'omen. I think I'll elaborate just for a second to tell you what that means. Every time you find in the Torah that says something negative, for instance, the Torah says, Avaydah Zorah, if you do Avaydah Zorah, the, 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 the Pasuk says, Poiket Avoyin Ovois, Albonim, Albanei Bonim, Alshileishim Valibayim. Hashem remembers and punishes four generations. When it comes to the good part, it says, Noitzer Chesed, Lo Alofim. Hashem remembers the Chesed, 2,000 generations. And the Gemara learns from here, 2,000 times 4. That the good, the, the, the positive way, the mitzvah of, that a person does, has an impact 500 times more than the very he does. If we say that a person goes in the street and, and creates a situation of erva, even a mashu erva, doesn't dress the way they should, etc. We say that v'shov ma'acharecha, then it's, it's Jewish conscience and it's emunas Yisrael. Then a woman goes in the street, it's neistic. 
Hashem is with her and watching her 500 times more than the destruction she makes with, his, with her chesaron of tzniyas. Then she creates a shmirah and a kirva to Hashem through, through the positive keeping of tzniyas. Now let me discuss another issue which is extremely important. In the beginning of my lecture this evening, I spoke a little about Chinuch. And I said, what is Chinuch, the Jewish concept of Chinuch, all about? What is it all about? You teach the children Bereshis. What does he understand about Bereshis? What does it mean, Toyo Vavoyu? Does anybody here, there are grandmothers here, that you, the grandmothers know Toyo Vavoyu, so, so the Medellin supposed to know Toyo Vavoyu is. And the answer is, the answer is, Yeshlano Esik Benistoris. There's an Ishama there. Now, really, I brought a marshal, like you put gasoline into, in, into a machine. The one who manufactured the neshama knows what he needs to sustain. Now, let, 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 me, let me explain this a little bit. I'd like to quote, I'd like to quote a great person who lived a hundred years ago. If you heard the name, the altar from Kelim, Hasab Mikelim. He was, uh, he, was, he, had, he was a yeshiva and he was a very, very special uh, mechanich. He was a giant in Chinuch. And I want to quote his words. He said these as follows. He said, Rak Odom Godel, Ubal Musar, Kmo Haramban, Yechol Anal Yeshiva. Is there any principle of a school over here? Is there any teachers over here? Mechanchas? So I want to quote the, the, the Sabbath Mechelem. He says, Rak Odom Godol, Obal Musik Moharamban, Yecholen Al Yeshiva. He says, you know, who could, you know who could be a principal in a school? The Ramban. Why? It's very, very simple. Because, because who is the expert on the Jewish Neshama? Who is the expert in the Jewish Neshama? And it's true. And any of you people who are in the, who are in the business know that we, we don't know. We don't know what to do. Who's the expert in the Jewish Neshama? So we don't know. We really don't know. But there is such a thing called the Mechash Miboy. Now, let me explain to you what I'm, what I'm trying to bring out. Again, when we, when we eat something which, is, which, which, which harms our health, we eat something which harms our health. We don't know what it really does to us. We don't really does to us. Very possibly, if we do it once, we eat it once, twice, it's not going to kill us. Someone once told me, a fellow once told me, he said, you know when I stopped smoking, it's a true story. You know when I stopped smoking? A doctor showed me a human lung. I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't, didn't understand whether he was in an operation or was an autopsy, I don't remember. I saw the lung of a smoker. Of a smoker. And it was caked, Mamushu was caked with tar, with, with, with nicotine. And it gave me such a shock, I stopped smoking. Now he heard a thousand times, that the nicotine gets stuck to the lungs. And one cigarette, and the reason why he, why he smoked in the first place is because this cigarette is not going to kill me. This cigarette is not going to kill you, but one after another, after another, after another, does, could, could, could cake your lungs and could kill you. Now, when it comes to the lungs, we have x-rays. Now, I'd like to bring an example. I'm bringing an example. I will show you walking through the street, and there's nothing you could do about it, Right? 
I want children walking through the street. And looking at, looking at advertisements. Just looking at advertisements. Or walking in the streets and seeing the princess in 13th Avenue. And if you get to 13th Avenue, you can come to Yerushalayim and see it there also. So, you know, what, what, our children, even ourselves, every day, let's, let, let's, let, let's, let's give a number. How many articles of princess do, do, do we see during the day? Three? Will anybody want to give a number? I would like to throw a number. An intelligent child that walks through the streets, that, 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 that gets up in the morning at 7 o'clock and goes to sleep at 8 o'clock at night, I would say he sees, I would say he sees 10,000 articles of preachers. Did I exaggerate? 3,000. Is there anybody could tell what this does to a Yiddish Neshama? So you say, uh, my name is Pincus, Rabbi Pincus, what are we supposed to do? And the answer is, I already told you, this is Hashem's world, leave Hashem alone. Shem Pesayim Hashem. But when the child is in a state, he lives in 13th Avenue, but, but imagine, but imagine you know, to take a little boy for, for a walk in Times Square. That's stupid. What's the difference? It's a difference. What's the difference? Because this, this is a situation where we can't do anything about it, and we have a promise, Shem Pesayim Hashem. Now, is there anybody that, that could, tell us, could tell me as, as an example, and it's a good example, it, it's a good example. You go, out to, you go out in a bungalow colony, and from 8 to 9.30 at night, there's sitting three couples around. You know, one lady's wearing a robe, one lady's wearing a dress, and the three couples are sitting, you know, just, just uh, I just say, schmoozing around. Just by sitting with, 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 with how should I say, you know, two, two, two women who don't, don't belong to you. This younger man sitting with two women and this young, the young lady sitting with families and just schmoozing around. What does this do to the neshama? Is there anybody, is there anybody who knows? So someone says, I never saw me pick myself out of such a, such a gathering and turn into a shiksa. Well, I never saw anybody smoke and, it should, and all of a sudden his lungs are, 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 are collapsing. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. I want to tell you something, my dear people. I want to tell you something this evening. I personally believe, I personally believe, and there's something which I don't know if I should say this on the tape, and I want you to understand this very intelligently, and not practically speaking, very intelligent, not practically speaking. I believe the biggest problem in modern civilization, the biggest problem in modern civilization, is something which we got so used to. It's something which God did not cre- create. It was not God created. And we got so used to it. And, I, and I'm not going to suggest at this moment, maybe someday Hashem will save us, that we uproot it. But we, we built a civilization. And I, let me, I, I, you know what I'm going to say? Everyone's listening. What's this guy going to say? And I'll tell you what I'm going to say. The concept of a secretary. What does this do to this young man when 25 years he sits in the office and every single day, for eight hours, he has contact to a strange lady. What does this do to his neshama? Is anybody that could tell us? I never saw a boss, out of 20 years, sitting in his office, grow horns. Never. Never saw him grow horns, turn into a monster. I never saw it. But it destroys our generation. 
It destroys us. God, Hashem Yisbaruch, did not create the world in such a way. HaKadosh Baruch created us that we should sit with our own families. And this became a situation. This became a chathila. And we're careful to send our daughters to places where there's only men, Like men like our angels. That's, that, that's not the issue. We live in a, we live in a civilization where we, 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 we have no idea what we're doing to ourselves. And we want to know why our children are falling out. Why are so many children falling out? You walk down 14th Avenue, those, those cousins that you see have beautiful parents. That, that the hearts are, are cut up to a billion pieces. What to do, I don't know. I don't know what we can do. I very much don't know. This issue, in my opinion, the day will come when, 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 when the, the Chachmi Israel will, will have to do something about it. Fifty years ago, the world is six, almost 6,000 years old. Fifty, there's no such thing. A person should sit with, with the... I don't want to elaborate because, because I, I, I have no suggestions at this moment. I must have no suggestions at this moment. Well, I do have suggestions. Well, I do have suggestions. <sighs> Socializing. We have no idea what it does to us. We have no idea what it does to us. Rak Odom Godlova Babusakma Rambankita what it does to us. If we were taking an extra on our Nishamas, we have no idea how caked our Nishamas with tar and nicotine from just plain socializing. Now, the bungalow colony was going on, it's already, it became a scream. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, everyone's talking about it already. It's, it's already too much. So, so, so we, the sneeze to get a little more careful. But I'm telling you, people, I, I, I don't live in Israel. As, as well, it's pretty bad. And I'm telling you, if you would see how you, how, 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 what's happening in this country, you, you, don't, you just don't realize it. There are situations which you don't, re- don't realize. We have to stop. We have to stop that, 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 that part. Things, things, things are, we, have, we have to stop. We have to bring back the sneers and the beauty. We have to know that Abbas Israel is precious. And she's not hefker, and hefker means precious means that she should be. She precious means that she should sit, she should sit in the, in the in the surroundings which which adorn her, which is with other benes Israel, with family, etc., etc. There are nestoris. There are nestoris. These things are much much deeper than we see. So like this, I would tell you. She said, "I don't believe you," but we see that the world is up in flames. The world is up in flames. Sickness is raging at us. I don't want to say the name of the machle. It's raging at us. We don't know. We don't know. The doctors are saying that, that, that scientifically are saying that a day will come that everyone will have the machle. Hashem should save us. It's raging at us. So why look? Why look for the, for the microwave oven now? When, when we have something which which Chazal tell us so clearly. I want to finish here because I'm, I spoke too long already and time is very short. You should know. You should know. There's a POSIC and with this, I, with this I will conclude. 
It's a posik. There's a piece of history that Chazal tell us. Koirach was a Balmachlaikis and he had a family. He had children. And there was a whole family that was Dasan Vaviram. And he went out against Meshur Abenu. And it was an atmosphere. The whole Jewish people were with him. 250 tzaddikim. And, and the last minute when the, when, 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 when the earth opened up and everyone fell into Gehenna, the passage says, Ubnei Koirach loy meisu. He had two children, two sons. His babies died. But the two sons, at the last minute, they caught themselves. And the Gemara says, Mokum nitzbatzolein begehenu. HaKadosh Baruch created for them like a bubble. Did you ever see a bubble? And they were just hanging in the air. And they were in a bubble. And they were saying, Moshe Mithras And they wrote those Pirkei of Tehillim. And they, and they lived to, to produce a Shmuel Hanavi. Etc, etc. There's always a situation in the world that a person could put himself into a bubble and could keep his beauty and could keep his tzitkis and could keep his kedusha. There is never a situation that a person should be nimshach that has to go along with the crowd. A person is not supposed to be mishigya. I don't suggest that, that, someone, that, someone, that someone takes a big cloak and, and, and makes two little holes and starts walking through the streets. That's not what I'm saying. We're supposed to be normal and we're supposed to look normal because that's also chasana tzniyas, just to stand out. But we can lead pure Kedusha Dika lives and be with Hashem 24 hours a day. The men do it by learning. Hashem should save us. And the women do it by tzniyas. A woman who, 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 who can live in 1998 if she's a tzniyas if she keeps herself dressed nicely, if she talks to the right crowd, she's not over-sociable. You're supposed to be sociable, but the right people, I don't want to give particulars. It's not my business to give particulars. I don't know the particulars. I know my nasiness. You know your nasiness. You can make yourself a bubble in the Gehenna. My dear people, we're in Gehenna. We're in Gehenna. 1998 is a Gehenna. We can make a bubble in Gehenna and say, Moshe Emes V'Teros Emes to say, Shira to Hashem. No one is imposing on us. We can keep our beauty. We can keep our Kedusha. We can keep our Tyra. And we can raise families in Ganeid, in this world. That's how Hashem works. The whole, Yipo Mitzircha Elef, Uruvo Eminecha, Eilecha Lo Yigosh. You could be in Hashem's shadow. You could be in Hashem's protection. The issue for the women is sneeze. You know that, you were taught that, and that's the truth. And in the opposite ways, he'll come to you, he'll spill on you, he'll love you, he'll be close to you. If, 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 if we keep ourselves far from the concept of erva. As I was starting off on this, I'm saying the issue is much, much deeper than we can imagine. We'll never get to the depth of it because, because the depth of it is terrible. But we, we should know that there are depths and we can, we can, we can bring ourselves depths of Kedusha and depths of holiness and Kodesh Bochus should help us and we should have Be'ezer Hashem Nachas from all of ours and from ourselves Be'ezer Hashem. Somebody want to ask
how to still stay at home, how to go out, what is a middle way? Where, where do we combine the two? Let me answer you. The question is, the question is, in, is in place. Are, course, yeah, I understand. But there are, but there, are there is peer pressure, there is the way the schooling is done, the girls have got enormous pressure to achieve. And it's not that, you know, you can, you can have the, 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 you know, the background is to be able to go out. The, the answer is as follows. The answer is, I don't know the answer. I don't know how to solve the problem. The problem is burning. The money problem is burning in our generation. A lot of problems burning. What I was trying to, what I was trying to, was, to, to explain is as follows. All I was trying to bring out was, we have to be aware of the problem. If we're oblivious to the problem, then, 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 there's, then there's really no hope. If we think that if we think that it's all a bunch of I don't say you know it's, it's hummus and it's from kite and of course you have to be snow but you have to be none other. It, but we have to be aware to the problem. The problem is very very serious. We live in a generation where we it's a Gehenna. It's a Gehenna. The generation is a Gehenna. The streets are a Gehenna. Everything is a Gehenna. I don't believe there's anyone in our generation. Now to solve this problem, I think you, I think Hashem should, should forgive me for my words. I think the Ramban would not be enough. I think you need Yemiyo and Novi. If you have another note with standard, he would tell you how to solve this problem. I don't know how to solve the problem. As you say, the, the problem is with, it's within and without. Our schooling system and our whole system, everything, our whole system, we live in a world. We live in a world. I don't believe that anybody knows how to solve this problem. All I was saying is as follows. I do believe that a person who is really earnest and really wants to find the closest to Hashem, wants to find cleanliness and Kedusha and Tyra. Hashem will give a special way for this person. There's no way I can tell you how to do it. But I really think that everyone on his own, on his own <coughs> self will have the Siyat HaDashmaya to find a way to protect themselves, to protect the families within, within society, that, that we, that our, 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 our beautiful society of our schools, etc. will find a way to protect ourselves and to raise our children with Kedusha and Tyra. It'll be a miracle. But everyone who is looking for this miracle will happen. But that I should tell you how to do it, forget it. I don't know how to do it. And no one here can tell you how to do it. And whoever says he can tell you the things that they know, tell him he doesn't know. The only way is Rahman leave it, boy. If you really want, as, as the Navi does, if you want to be protected by Hashem, Hashem will protect you. Any other question? Excuse me? I didn't come to see you to solve problems. But how can I answer you such a question? How can I answer such a question? I don't know what to answer. On the, the problems are endless. The problems are endless. But but again, even in such such a case, if you have a school teachers who are not Tunis, right? Which school? Beshankov, right? Yeah. A different school then. Then don't go to that school. What? Better than Beshankov. Better than Beshankov. Well, let me tell you. 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 You know, we live in a generation. This is this is this is the United States. One of one of the bad things about about American people is that they have they have a, a shita that's called speak up. Speak up. Open your mouth. Schweignisch. Don't don't be don't be quiet. Don't be shy. Now, if you if you if you go if you go to the principal and you speak up and you start attacking the principal, you're not going to do anything. But if you, in a nice way, in a Yiddish way, you walk over and say, I don't want to be, I don't want to criticize, but I want, please, I want you to help me. 
this is no good, this, is, this should be like this. If you speak up, you, 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 you could change things. You could change things by speaking up. We but don't have to be shy. I know, what? I know the there is no answer. There, there's no answer. Just, I don't know. That's not the answer. The answer is because if you keep on speaking up and if you complain and you get people to talk about it, then things will change. If the lunches would be, would be, would be sour because it's cheaper, then you would do something about it. Talk about it. Yes. No, no, no. This is completely off the issue. Go on. No. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. But 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 but. Yes, yes, but, 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 but it's a different essence of love. But then you feel what it means to love the child just because he's your child. Not because he's smart, not because he's wise, just because he's your child. The way to get stimulate this real love is by giving. But what is the love? What is the essence of this love? The essence of this love is just the child because he's my child. But you should know, you should know that the, the, this this situation that the girls support the husbands to learn Torah, right? This situation was not created by by any gentleman, by any god. This was this this was made by Hashem. This is the door, the door created. There's the only way we could build terror today. Those people who are fighting and are fighting, are fighting against Hashem. If you'll ask us for my taste, if it's the right thing, of course it's the wrong thing. Of course it's the wrong thing. And there's a lot of a lot of problems come from it. That's not the point. But it's 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 a heroic show. You know what heroic show means? It's a, it's a situation that 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 was created. By, 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 the, by, by, the, by the building of Torah, it's a situation which all the daily Israel feel that there's no way out. There are a lot of problems. It doesn't taste good. And to fight against this is it's a terrible mistake. I know, I know that lately people are talking about it, you know. It's a terrible mistake. It's not, it's not, it's, listen, if we would be saying again, but he, woman is in the office to support the husband. That's the way things should be done. That's her mitzvah. That's her kedusha. That's her greatness. Then we would say, I'm sorry, Rabbi, it's wrong. No one ever said that. The whole situation is a situation called Hiroas Shoh. It's a situation because we have no way out. It's a bit It's not a situation that we think that's the right thing to do. 
It tastes bad. Of course, it tastes bad. That's what's going on. But who? But who? But who created this? There was no. There was no person who created this. The, the world of Torah created this. Not officer, go to the teach. I'm not talking about the office. I'm not talking about going to the office. The question was not about going to an office. The question, I, my, my, I mean, I'd rather not go to I would let any of my girls go to an office. Even though I'm not a city lead, but I wouldn't let my girls go to an office. And, and it's a show. It's, 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 my dear friend, is there any way to marry you of 12 children? Is there any way? Let's say, let's say, let's say you go to the office. Is there any way to marry children? I know people have 70 children, 70 children, marry them all. People learn the command. Can you figure out this out? You say, what can you do? Is there any way we can figure out how, how, how to build a generation? There's no way to figure this out. There's no way to figure this out. Everyone has his own life. You are not mechuyev to send your daughter to a place which you feel, feel is harmful for her. And you, she can support her. She'll find a way. Now, there are many people that are saying, should everyone sit and learn? Should everyone sit and learn? So, so, you know, so how would you have garbage men? How would you have garbage men? Everyone is rich. Everyone wants to be rich. Let Hashem take care of his world. We, everyone has to look at his own life. But this was not the question. The question was the whole concept of women, women supporting husbands. The whole concept of being supporting husband is not a chathil in anybody's eyes. No one says that's the way things should be. Of course it's against nature, it's against everything. But it's a situation that came about for the building of Torah. It's a situation that came about through the daily Torah, not deliberately creating it, but it came about. Those people who fight it today, in my opinion, are fighting Torah. They're fighting Torah. It is a good thing. Now, in particulars, should they go to an office? Or should they go to teach, etc., etc.? So every 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 parent should have the advice for her daughter. And if, if the parent with us might say, your daughter should go teach. Not everyone can teach. Are you everybody? You're not everyone. What's about everyone? We can't figure out everyone anyways. Because we figure out anyone, there's no way to marry your children. There's no way to solve any problem. And as a show to marry for children, costs cost $100,000. That's the cheapest thing. Is there any way to marry children? Which means I brought have 12 children. It has to cost me, the, 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 in a modest way, it has to cost me a million dollars. We're making a million dollars. My wife, Baruch is a principal at school. So, Baruch Hashem, she, so, so she brings the Bukoshi to, 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 to eat bread in the house. Bukoshi. Baruch Hashem, how are you going to marry off children? And I guarantee you, Bezer Hashem, you'll meet another one years from now. We should be healthy in this. Hashem should help us in this. They'll all be married. And he listen to me, how do you do it? I say, it's a mystery. My father will marry off nine children. How do you do it? It's a mystery. There's no way to figure it out. There's no way to figure it out. So, let's not worry about everyone. Let's worry about ourselves. Ourselves. We want our children the best Yudukim. We want our children the best Sneers. We can protect our homes and we can bring up children to, to daughters to, to get married and to work in kosher, beautiful, clean places. We can. And that's not worry about everybody. I have another question. I want to know is it any concern in the, in the being Machshav Torah if a girl doesn't take upon herself the Achrayas of Parnassah in the house? If she, she wants to help, but she can't take upon herself the absolute highest of Parnassah to go out and to be in, in, sec, in like... And, and very clear answer. Very, very, very clear answer. The answer is, the answer is, this question cannot be answered 
in an overweight, it has to be answered a particular way. It depends on the girl, it depends on the husband, it depends on the house. There's no way to answer this question. To answer this question is, is a pesha, is a sin. Is it, is it a, a wrong attitude? Is it a bad attitude? There's no such answer to this question. The attitude depends on the situation. Depends on the situation. You understand? If, if the husband, you understand? Let, let me bring, let me bring you a marshal, right? Someone says to me, he's saying, the man he wants to leave home for a week from Friday, for Sunday to Friday, he wants to learn yeshiva over there. What do I say about such a thing? Leave his wife, leave his children, and go away to learn a week, and come home for Shabbos. What do you say? What do you say? So let me tell you what I answer. I answer as follows. If you go to the yeshiva over there, and, you, and, and you, you, you're learning in yeshiva, why do you want that yeshiva? That's where you don't want to use well, come at 9 o'clock in the morning, come to the Seder, learn the Seder, and then they go for lunch, and they lay down in the afternoon, and then come to the second Seder, third Seder. If that's what you're doing, then go home. It's a chutzpah. If you can go over there, and you can really learn 18 hours of Mishnah, so you can kill yourself for learning for two, three years, and become a god, and your wife knows you're becoming a god, then it's appropriate. But just start, you know, just... Which means there's no, there's no rule. It depends on the situation. It depends on the individual. Say what you ask me. If she has a husband, that's other god. That's pounding away, and she's able to she has, she's able to go teach, and and, and it's not going to kill her. She says no, Mapiton. and she pulls him out of learning. It's a pesha. But if he has a shtikl shlamazel, doesn't make that much of a difference. And he says, you know, I'll go to the kail and you work. She says, you know, you go to the kail, you know, I'll go to the kail and you work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, also, there's no way to answer this question. Depends on the personal situation. That's one of our big pounds. We answer that. We answer. We, you know, we say rules. There are no rules.